Hey guys. Hello. Uh, hello. Um, in your opinion, what yes. joystick has the best feel out of all the controllers that have had joysticks that you've played with? Which well, one do you feel are you, like? Are you talking man, like a th- thumbstick? Or are you talking yes, about like a an joystick? analog stick? An analog stick on a on a controller. Uh, so like, which one do you think, as far as like tension, thumb grip? Which one do you think oh, that they really nailed it then, and it just hasn't been as good ever since? Is there anything that sticks out to you, or do you think it's only gotten better as time has gone on? Well, that's a tough I don't one. know if it's only gotten better, but I, I think the controllers, like again, I I don't love the Xbox One controller, and uh, I I imagine that probably also goes to the Series X and S controllers. I haven't tried those. Um, they're basically the same yeah i I figured they are the the 360 controller felt really good to me so i i i feel like that was a downturn but i like you we've talked about this a lot of times before i think the dualshock was garbage for many generations four generations maybe well it was was better with the four the with ps4 the the dualshock Mm -hmm. 4 i thought was fantastic yeah and then and then i'm also i i love the dual sense. Yes. Um, so yeah. I, in that, in that sense, I think like those are, those are the best thumbsticks I've been using. Um, I, I, I might be a little recency bias, but so I like a concave tight stick. Mm. When I, mm-hmm. so I, I like that feel the eight bit though controller that i got you guys i love that joystick it's got a short throw to it it snaps back really quick um i like the elite controller if you tighten it all the way up that was going to be what i that's what made me want to ask this question because i have the elite controller it costs like 1200 bucks or whatever the fuck cheaper than sony exactly um I, yeah, and I the, the, have a I have the dual sense that my PlayStation Five came with, that it's very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I used the dual sense for a long time on my PC, uh, but I got a good deal on this Elite Series Two, uh, and that's what I've been using ever since. And it, I think it doesn't feel quite right until you tighten those sticks, because then they they match the tension mm-hmm. of the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty controller. Cool. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I like I that. Like the Duke. I like the no. Duke. I did like the Duke. Of course, yeah, you like the Duke. Yeah, because you have frying pan size controller in your hands. <laughs> I remember. I was like, finally, this is good. This is like the big dog of controllers. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's like the big dog T-shirt that you get to play video games with. I Unlike the Joy Cons, which just like, yeah. it's like they're in there somewhere. They're like, yep. here are my two fists. There's <laughs> actually the two Joy Cons somewhere. This is no, like we're not paid to say anything but like I, god we wish we wish um i did get the the new hori split pad compact and from a joy con perspective these guys have a real nice feel and grip to them uh yeah, it's, it's just like a little bit wider it's and- a little bit wider it's got a uh you can see the back profile has a little bit of a, a grip to it oh to contour to your hand yeah yep and then they also have programmable buttons here and then they have turbo buttons on each one that you can do it also has the d-pad nice. only thing you don't get is you can't take them off and use them and you don't get rumble yeah. but yeah it's they're pretty nice i turn rumble off a lot of times on the switch because i play mostly in handheld mode 
I'd say I play mostly on TV with the pro controller, so if I just get the rumble through that. Yeah. But I do uh, I do still really like that original Hori split pad as well. Yeah, just just having sure. the left yep. one that gives you a, a proper D pad. Yep. I, I don't think I'll ever take it off my, my switch. No, that's such a nice thing to have. Nice. Uh speaking of too nice, we are the casual hour. I'm Bobby. Chase and Johnny, how are you two doing? Too nice. Rock and roll. Too nice. Too, too right. sweet. Too sweet. Yeah. Thank thank you. It is episode 315. We are recording this on March 8th, 2023. We've got a fun show planned for you. So what you've been playing, we're going to talk about Dead Cells, Atomic Heart, Patch Quest, and Destiny 2 in there, uh, Octopath Traveler 2, a little Wolong Fallen Dynasty, and Opus. We're going to have an update from Chase's uh, monthly pick there, which is going to be exciting. And we've got some stuff in the back half, some Starfield news finally, some less than uh, exciting news around Rocksteady some city skyline stuff. So we've got a lot of good things tonight. You should make yourself at home. We're going to tell you all about it, but to get us there, Chase is going to kick us off with what you've been playing. So Chase, what have you been playing? Uh, I played some of that dead cells, Castlevania DLC return to Castlevania. I played some dead cells, but not the DLC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I bet we had a similar time, honestly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, so I really liked Dead Cells when it first came out. I, mm-hmm. I had a great time and rules. and I took a break for a while because there were plenty of other roguelites out there that I was playing instead and then came back to it and had a good time. Uh, I played the first DLC, the one with something giants about giants. Something. Yeah. yeah, something about giants. Um, they might be giants. Thank you. Yes. Dead Cells, they might be giants. <laughs> That's exactly what it was called. <laughs> I buy that. Uh, and and I remember having a great time then, too. And and I think I uh, apparently well, I don't think I know. Uh, apparently, I bought that second DLC. Don't remember that happening. And I did, too. I, I don't remember, remember playing it. But when I loaded it up, it was like, oh, you have the first two DLCs installed. Do you want to install the the next three for 20 bucks? And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. Fucking I don't care. Why not? Let's go for it. So, um so now I have all the DLC. The problem was after you haven't played Dead Cells for years and you get three DLCs in one, there's a yep. bunch of stuff that says, oh, hey, by the way, we uh, we changed the game or here's like a bunch of new stuff you can do. And I'm like, OK, I guess, I guess it makes sense that you wouldn't say this is from this DLC. This is from that DLC. But I'm as, as like a an original Dead Cells gamer. I don't know what the fuck is happening here. Uh, I feel like this is some great content if you have have uh, if you've been playing Dead Cells this whole time and have been for just sure. looking for something new. If you are a person like me, I think maybe I would have just rather gone back to uh, original vanilla Dead Cells and went, yeah, yeah, that's the game I like. Um, that being said, there's a ton of great stuff in here. There's there's a boss rush mode now. Um, that's even more like a roguelite than than the the classic Dead Cells game. There's uh, a bunch of training stuff in there, so you can go back and you can go to any boss fight or any enemies that you fought before and just train with any different combination of weapons and and just get your timing down for things like parries or when to do the dodge roll. Um, there's new outfit customization options. I uh, I found a customization option. I cannot remember where it's from, uh, but it just said Bobby outfit. And I was like, OK, yeah, 
I like I like Bobby. Sure. Uh, you have a you have like a purple and black uh, outfit with like a, a pinky fire head. And I'm like, yeah, that's the Bobby I know. That's um, me. So that's me. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wear the Bobby outfit. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Uh, but there's also like a Shovel Knight outfit. There's like a bunch of uh, game crossover stuff in there somewhere. Uh, there, there's just like a, a bunch of pages uh, on a in a book that you re- can read when you first start. And uh, I was like, OK, there's Hyperlight Drifter stuff in here. There's Slate the Spire stuff in here. There's Hollow Knight stuff in here. There's Hollow Miami stuff in here. And th- it just kept going with, you know, a, a bunch of classic indie games. And I was like, OK, these, this is cool. I, I don't really see where they're coming into play, but uh, I guess it's cool that it's all there. Um, and so I played a couple runs. I didn't see the the Castlevania stuff, and I thought, okay, is there like a different option or something? Um, but it, it's I did find it eventually. It, it seems like it is uh, just one direction you can go in the randomized early level, and you run into Richter Belmont, and he Very says, cool. "Hey, I need your help uh, killing Dracula." Uh, and you've got. Uh, flame head but you know beggars can't be choosers so come and help me um and then you go through that and those levels feel uh, decidedly different from the regular dead cells gameplay so if you go through a, a regular dead cells level if you're going really quick you can usually get through them in like a minute and then they want you to go quick because you get bonuses if you finish them quickly um or you can get bonuses within the levels by or upgrades within the levels by really exploring them. So it's kind of that push and pull of how fast you can go while still getting a bunch of upgrades, a little bit like risk of rain in that sense. Um, these Castlevania levels are way longer. Like uh, the Is it mostly side scrolling too. It, it, or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's less. I mean, there's it's no verticality because that's no, no, like there's still plenty of verticality, like the the first level ish thing. It feels like it might be more set set levels than procedurally generated. I'm not sure about that. Maybe they are procedurally generated. But the the first area I got to was getting into the castle. And then there's an elevator that you kind of continue to go up a magic elevator and you keep going up parts of the elevator and then having to stop and fight some things and then call the elevator to get to you. So then you can go even higher. Um, so in can that I, sense, there's a, a lot quick of question on that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Do they they don't change the art style like no. it's just it feels I, like of that that game, but it's not going to like the smaller, chunkier pixels and stuff like that, right? No, no, no. Uh, it it is definitely modeled to look like the castle from Castlevania. Um and it has some Castlevania inspired enemies. There are skeletons that will throw the the long what is that, a femur bone? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um You get the whip there too, are, right? There are frogmen, there are bats that are happening. What'd you say, Bobby? You get the whip, whip. too. Uh, the whip is uh, an upgrade. I didn't find the whip. I did okay. find a shield that was, I mean, there are shields in the regular game, but this one specifically said it was Alucard shield, I think. Uh, you also meet Alucard. You you open a coffin and Alucard comes out and he's like, hey, uh, what's going on? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um so I did get Alucard shield and, and use that a little bit. Um, it, it's fun, but it is it, it does feel not way different from Dead Cells, but it feels different from the main game. So like part times, like I said, are, are about a minute or two minutes in the in the main game. In this, when I got through that first castle area, the the part time, which I missed, um, 
but the part time was eight minutes and I did it in like nine and a half minutes. And I was like, wow, that's that's a much like they interest. Yeah. Yeah. Like they are they are thinking it's going to be a much bigger, longer stage. Um, I had fun with it. I got through a a number of those levels and you I started to climb up that that um, upper left going staircase. And you're like, oh, this is where I I know this staircase. This is where you're going to start meeting Dracula. And and then they they pull off a nice surprise where you're just about to get to the top of that staircase and this purple chain comes from the bottom of the screen, wraps around you and pulls you down and it's fucking death. And oh, shit. and he's like, no, 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 you don't get to fight Dracula. You have to fucking fight me. Uh, <laughs> and he fucked me up. Oh, my God. Uh, so, cool. I, so I uh, didn't get any further than that. But it, it was a it was a cool moment. Uh, that boss fight. It does feel a lot like the boss fight in Castlevania against uh, the Grim Reaper, where he's got the the swinging sides that just kind of sure. continue to home in on you uh, as you have to dodge those and then also deal damage to to death himself. Um, I, I think it's cool, it, but again, it's it's other than the the Castlevania part, which is you are definitely going to a Castlevania area and you're fighting Castlevania enemies and maybe you'll find some Castlevania themed items. Um, it is still really difficult to tell what DLC is what, because uh, a lot of it was so just me much. going through. Oh, yeah, it's it's become a huge sprawling game at this point. So um, for me to go through as as a lapsed Dead Cells player and go, oh, no, this is too much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea what's going on. Um, I mean, again, it's it's going to be great for people who have not who have who have been playing Dead Cells this whole time. I, I think it's a little intimidating and scary for somebody who hasn't played Dead Cells for a while like me. Um, but I still think it's cool. And I think that Castlevania stuff is is probably the the capper on that. I, I think that has a, a lot of cool extra value. And I'd like to play some more of that and i could see that being a deeper experience i just kind of wish that it was a separate campaign at this point i I wish it wasn't something that you had to go through the first level to find i wish i could just say i want to do the castlevania level now like let me let me do the castlevania run and and do it that do it that Uh, way and maybe there is an option for that somewhere but again there's so many fucking options in the game that it's hard to find i don't I don't know about that, but there is an option to just have Castlevania music playing the whole time. Yes, they they did they did have a bunch of Castlevania uh, remixed or inspired tracks. Uh, they do say that at the at the beginning menu, there's a, like a tooltip that pops up and says, "Hey, there's like 17 Castlevania tracks, but there's also like another 12 Castlevania inspired Dead Cells original tracks that we made as well." So right. like there's there's plenty of new good music in there when you're fighting death. They play the the uh, Barkerville theme, uh, and I was like, "Yeah, I I can hear John Drake singing this right now. Fantastic!" I I just think it's really fucking cool that we are seeing games like this, a small little indie game. I mean, it's not small any longer; it's very popular. But you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To bring Castlevania into it, and we'll talk about another game here in a little bit with some shared DLC from another game. But I, I really like these crossovers. I I loved Cadence of Hyrule, which felt a lot more informed. I think even like Hyrule Warriors, Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, is it Heroes or is it Warriors as well? Where Warriors, they cross- yeah. Warriors. I mean, yeah. not the exact same thing that's Mario happening here. Rabbids, yeah. Uh, yeah. Starlink had that Star Fox DLC All this stuff, to it. Yeah, oh, the Normandy stuff. and No Man's Sky. 
mm-hmm. like those things are really fucking cool i think and this is i i like this trend that we're seeing i i think this is a fun thing to do agreed agreed uh yeah so i mean it's it's i think it's ten dollars just for the the uh castlevania dlc and the other dlcs were five bucks each so i, I that's why it was 20 to me but uh for you it just might be 10 if you already own dead cells and that thing's um, on so yeah. it's, it's on everything even it's on uh, it's on basically iOS. everything so uh, i will too. say mm-hmm. i i don't know if i realized this when i first played dead cells or maybe the dlc's bog it down or something but on the switch load times aren't that good they uh i, I was yeah. definitely feeling some slow load times where i do not remember feeling that in the past so i don't know if it just has too much game in it now or or maybe i just wasn't thinking about it before because i was too switch brained to think about something like load times sure um anyway uh let's move on i'm gonna make this super super quick destiny 2 lightfall you guys might have heard of it um i finished the campaign i feel the same way that most people do i don't know what the veil is um i'm gonna watch some bife videos or something and hopefully he can tell me what the veil is because i have no idea Uh, um but the the thing that happened yesterday, because yesterday was reset day, um, Bungie had said, hey, we want to put more secrets into the game. They, they said this a long time ago in one of their This Week at Bungie things. Um, and they're delivering and they're delivering early. So, yes, we were all a little disappointed by the campaign, but there was new stuff. There was a whole new secret exotic mission that showed up. Um where you go into a Vex network. Uh, it's got a lot of cool Trani visuals to it. There's a lot of puzzle stuff that goes on in there. It's a uh, relatively tough mission. Uh, if you're going to try to solo it like I did, I needed to call in some help from some clan mates there at the at the very end because uh, it got a little hairy. But um, it's a it's a cool mission. It's got some some fun lore to it. Uh, Bobby, do you remember Asher Mir? Yeah, he was a Awoken guy with like the Vex hand who was on um, IO. Uh, So he is in the Vex network like he is uh, like assimilated into the Vex network at some point and he's kind of stuck there. But he's he's the one kind of trying to help you out um, and kind of call out to you to to get you into the Vex network. And at the end of the the mission, you get a new exotic glaive called Vex Caliber. It Um, looks very cool. It's a cool looking thing. It's it's one of the cooler looking weapons aesthetically that I've seen yeah. uh, like since Destiny one. Destiny one had a shotgun that uh, was taken inspired. So it had like the black ethereal look to it. And I thought it was one of the coolest things. And it's it's been ridiculous to me that Bungie hasn't made more like enemy themed weapons there. There are a couple of, of them in there. There's like Lord of Wolves, which is the, the, the shotgun that looks like something the fallen would use. Um, there's Skyburner's Oath, which is like one of the cabal uh, scout rifle, you know, slug launchers that uh, they have a couple of things in there. But it was it was really cool to have this very Tron Vex looking weapon. Um, I, I think that's really neat, although it is kind of silly to me that in this uh, new expansion, we have a new ritual weapon that is a glaive. We have a new exotic heavy glaive uh, that had a mission. And now we just got another new uh, exotic glaive from this mission as well. Like apparently hey, glaives are fine, uh, but it feels like we're getting a lot of glaives and there are other weapon types you could have done stuff with. But um 
that's that's a small issue. Anyway, I think the mission's cool. I think it's nice that Destiny is having secrets again. This is also a craftable glaive, similar to the way that Revision Zero, the the pulse rifle from last season, uh, was was craftable, and it. So you're going to have to go through this mission a number of times to unlock the rest of the stuff that this glaive can do. It should get more powerful over time, which is kind of neat, um, but also kind of a way to just bring you back to the same mission uh, week you, after week. Keep you on that treadmill. And also, if you want to keep shitting on Destiny, I will say the final boss is uh, his name is Brachion or he's Brachion resolved or or uh, he's a copy name. of. Yes, uh, he's strike boss from IO. Uh, Bobby, do you remember? It's like a big triangle and you'd have to go around as the boss teleported. Uh, it's him again. And it's it's like in a Tron themed version of that same level. But nice. they kind of they kind of take you through that level three different times. Like you go up three different areas um, in each part of the boss fights a little bit different. But yeah. it definitely is like, uh, yep, I've fought on this triangle against this boss many times I, before. Bungie I've reused the pull the trigger a few times because <laughs> I, I'm very curious. And then I hear stuff like that and I'm like, stay strong, uh, dude. I think this one is at least an interesting re reuse of the boss and sure. the reuse of the area. And it is not just taking the 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 area and slapping it onto this again. But uh, <laughs> It is if you wanted to be a, a Destiny hater, if you wanted to keep shitting on Bungie, I think it'd be really easy to go. Yep, they reuse some new some other content for their their quote unquote new exotic mission and just be pissed about it. But mm -hmm. uh, I choose to be relatively optimistic. I, I think it's cool that it's in there. Uh, anyway, that's Destiny. It's it's still Destiny. Uh, I. I will say one more thing. Uh, there's one new perk. Uh, it's on kinetic weapons. It's only on a few kinetic weapons, but um, it's called kinetic surge or kinetic. I think it's called kinetic surge. Um, it's I think it's a really cool perk. Uh, if you're continue to if you continue to do damage against a single enemy, it will have this kind of pulse of exotic damage or of uh, kinetic damage that will uh, one hurt the enemy that you're shooting more, but also have this area of effect damage against other enemies around there. Um, it's really strong. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's really good for hard content because you're going to continue shooting the same enemy multiple times. So you, you get that uh, perk to proc a lot. And one of the new weapons, <laughs> new, one of the weapons that this new perk is on is one of our favorites, Bobby. It's it's our favorite stapler, the Nameless Midnight. Uh, and it is it has been so great to to use this weapon that I uh, loved in the past and to hear that that staple, 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 staple sound and now have it do uh, some crazy damage. Uh, scout rifles are still bad weapons in the game, but it, it is nice to go back to one of my favorite weapons and actually have it feel pretty good. Unlike the trust, which I bitched about last week. Anyway, that is all the destiny talk. I, for I, I'm this going week, to, I um, I love you. Yes. You, you do not know how to make a short destiny update. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, <laughs> but here, you know what? I'll make it up to you. I don't think I'm going to talk about destiny, uh, again, unless they do something hugely new, uh, but I I don't plan on talking about Destiny okay. uh, for a while. Uh, and then the last thing I, I can't say much about this because I've only played about an hour, uh, but I started Opus Echo of Starsong, which was the game that hit on my backlog roulette wheel. Um, it is a narrative adventure game. It is 
it is probably closer to a visual novel than uh, than like an, a regular adventure game. You're playing this on Switch, right? I'm playing this on Switch, yes. Um, this is uh, technically a sequel. There is another opus out there, I, I believe. But you, uh, from what I've heard, you don't have to play the first one to, to have the second one make sense to you. Um, I didn't know that this was a Japanese game. Uh, but this is a uh, I think it's indie. I think it's an indie Japanese game, but the you can have this like voiced. The, the voices are all Japanese, but you can have subtitles for English. Uh, and one of the really interesting things, you can not only turn off the dialogue completely for the voiced, but there's an advanced setting where you can go in and you can disable the speak the dialogue the spoken dialogue for individual characters and uh, normally that'd be okay whatever that's a that's an, a, a weird choice but they say in the top corner of the screen uh something to the effect of for people who want to uh act out the dialogue and like wow okay so you I, I think it's yeah, I think it's funny that, you know, maybe it's like for Twitch streamers or whatever. If you get a group of people together who want to act out this game themselves, uh, you can say, OK, well, these two people, that's going to be those are going to be our parts. So we're going to turn off the dialogue for them specifically so we can speak to them and then we'll have all these other characters stay voice. I uh, I just I think it's really interesting to. I've never heard of anything like that before. Yeah, neither have I. I I was just kind of going through the options to see if there were any like I don't know. Making a face. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a visual novelty thing, so I wasn't going through the options looking to make it easier because what's easier when you're just reading? Um, But I just thought it was really interesting that that they would call out something like that of hey we included this so specifically these people can have uh, a better time. I, I just thought that was a, a, a weird touch sure. that, that I that really, really intrigued me. It's like when I'm thinking about how I'm going to write about these games when I'm finished with them, uh, maybe there will be something more profound that I want to write about at the end of the day. But um, that one stuck out to me first of like, wow, that's huh. they they built this system in specifically for people who want to try to role play within the game. I think that's kind of cool. Um, that is neat. It's a it's a sci-fi story. Uh, I'm again, I'm not super into it so when far. When did it come out? Super far you know? into it. <sighs> Johnny can look not that up while I'm continuing August to talk. 2021. There you go. Okay. Um, and it it, it starts with uh, like it, this this person is an old man, kind of going through this cave, and then it does this flashback to. 66 years in the in the past as you're playing as that same character now um so it it's got some intriguing stuff to it i think it's uh, got a really nice looking art style to it uh part of me wonders why this isn't just an anime so far <laughs> like it it definitely feels sure. like this should just be some kind of sort of animated show um but so far I, I think the story is intriguing and i'm looking forward to, to playing more of it but Pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Again, super light on mechanics because it is mostly a visual novel that you just keep walking around and occasionally hit the A button on. Um, but it's it's pretty cool so far. I'm looking forward to playing more. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Chase, you talked about Dead Cells Return to Castlevania. You gave us an update on Destiny 2 Lightfall. Uh, a short update. A short update. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, you have started playing your March pick, which was Opus Echo of Starsong. 
Uh, we will continue to get some updates on those as you progress through it. Yep. <clears throat> Boys, they finally did it. And I could not be more excited about this. What'd they do? They have made the tunic instruction booklet and a real life hard bound deal that you can buy uh, pre-order, I should say, awesome. and gets, gets shipped uh, late July, just in time for my birthday. Now, I assume it's a finished book, right? It is, like it in is the, the game, complete. You're actually the building the book. This is okay. the complete book. Uh, this is being made by Fan Gamer, and it is $19, which I think is a really great price. It's going to be uh, 9.5 inches by 7.25 inches, so it's not a huge book by any any stretch, but it comes with a really neat sleeve to slide the manual into. But I, I mean, that was the game for me. Like this, this instruction booklet was just so fucking cool. And I have been looking for this for a long time. So this is just me very excited. Along with this, they are putting out a deluxe edition physical copy for the PlayStation Nintendo Switch. Um, it looks really cool. They've also got a plushie now of the Fox that you can buy. So some really neat, neat stuff if you're into the game like I am. Are you going to buy all of that stuff or just the book? I'm not, just the book. Uh, I've already got a t-shirt and I've got a print right here on my wall from the game. But uh, I'm I'm good on the plushie for sure. Uh, The other thing I I did, I got credits on Atomic Heart and finished that game up. By the end of it, how horny was that refrigerator by the end of things? The last interaction with the refrigerator, um, it knows that you're going into like basically the final encounter it's like did you very, lay by the refrigerator n- no but it certainly tried it a few op- times did it proposition okay it did would you proposition. Rather, it just took at one point in time it was very <laughs> would you very rather bad. would you rather have a real life experience with the horny atomic heart refrigerator or the one in control that has a demon inside of it Little column A, little column B. <laughs> uh, it's look. It's a very dumb story. It's a very predictable story. The writing is not great in that game. I had a lot of fun the with game it, part of it. The game part Sounds is very fun. cool. I love that world, and they made the world make sense on why it is in the state that it is by the time that game wraps up, which I appreciate. Um, I think it's a multiple ending game. I, I, matter of fact, I know it is because. They give you an early out if you want to take it. I did not realize that I was marching that quickly towards the end, <clears throat> but there is an option to load back in prior to the final, and they have some side mission stuff to unlock more abilities or at least expand on them. So uh, if, if this was not a Game Pass game, I probably, well, I would have bought it probably unless the review, because the reviews are all over the place, but yeah, Game Pass is a perfect spot for it. I found some things that I really liked about it, mostly around style, uh, definitely not substance, but Atomic Heart is done. I'm probably not gonna be talking about that game much more outside of this. Um, another thing that I definitely have talked about on here, but I will be brief here, the Power Wash Simulator Midgard update. Johnny and I uh, were hanging out the other night and I was like, hey, let's play last something night. last night. <clears throat> no being by me. Well, do you ha- you have this right? I do. I'm sorry. We should have texted you, Chase. In my, in my defense, I thought we my were playing apologies. playing the forest. Um, well, that the is the only thing that Johnny can seem to play without his computer messing up. So I get sure. it. No kidding. Uh, the Midgar <laughs> special pack came out earlier this week, and mm-hmm. it, there's a lot more to it that we did not do, Johnny. So Johnny and I we did the, did the first, first two. 
Yeah. yeah, which is the Hardy Daytona and the Shinra Hauler that you get to clean up. And then the second one is the Mighty Scorpion Sentinel that you get to fight in that first encounter. Uh, that was really cool to clean up. But yeah, man. I feel like the first one should just be the Buster Sword. Like a real quick and easy. I don't like, disagree. Look at, this, look at this. Actually, you know what? Maybe they're saving that for the end. Maybe it's just so big that it's, it's such a huge it sword forever. that you have to uh, yeah, yeah, just power washing all the way up and all. Oh, my God. That's that fantastic. Um, <clears throat> this is a free update, by the way. So uh, we're talking about Power Wash Simulator. This game came out uh, J- July 14th, 2022. Hmm. Um, it's 25 bucks on Steam. It's on Game Pass as well. The DLC is free. Before this one, they did the um, Croft really? Manor from Laura yep. Croft, the, the remake of that. This game is published by Square, if you didn't know. Uh, put two and two together here with with what they're doing makes a lot of sense but it's still very cool to see it was fun that game's uh, a good time and it was really neat to be in an environment where you could really look at the detail on these things and and not have it was just fun it was was a really cool thing and they they have you get like text messages and stuff from characters in the game uh like heidegger is texting you while you're cleaning the robot and he's like don't worry we we reprogrammed it to know not to uh, kill you uh, if it turns on. And that must be really cool for such a Final Fantasy VII lore head like you, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was neat. I got <laughs> to see a little bit more about it. And uh, don't be upset with me because I have the purest take on this franchise and I get to experience it as they're intending these days. It's not. Okay. Sure. Yep. <clears throat> it's true. I don't have to it's bring the baggage true. from the 90s that you two do. <laughs> It's not true, but I will allow you to have your truth. This is this is uh this is my game. I'm mm-hmm. writing the story now. I am Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. You've I know that. I story. know more than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bobby, Bobby knows all about how to defeat Ruby Weapon, don't you? Yeah, I know Ruby. Um, the the red dog takes care of Ruby. Um, so anyway, uh, that is the update. It's free. Power Wash Simulator continues to be a hell of a thing. You should definitely check that game out. Uh, another game that you should check out, and we've made it very easy for you to check this one out. We've got you covered. A 360-degree view of Patch Quest. Uh, this game came out on March 2nd. Uh, Leechy Games put this one out. It's being published by Curve Games. It is on PC right now, but it's going to be hitting some consoles in the future. Uh, Chase, you had a really good pitch for this game, either on the Quick Look or on our stream. It was I was on the you, stream, but yeah. What did you say this game was? Uh, it's a little, it's a little Bind of Isaac. Uh, it's a little Pokemon and it's a little um, something else. <laughs> Shit. Look, <laughs> it was very good. Was. It was, this yeah, is, it was. It was pretty good. It was very I good. Used to be smart. Uh, Patch Quest is a lot of those things. It is a run based game where you are collecting monsters that you can oh, use. Oh, uh, the, uh, the uh, Cult of the Lamb. So yes. a, little, a little Cult of the Lamb meets uh, a little Bion of Isaac with a, with a touch it of is. Pokemon to it. Yep. And, it's, and look, all those things work very well here, I feel. Um, you have a base that you are adding things to, primarily plants. And as you collect plants, you unlock more tiles. If you put the right uh, plants on said tiles, they change biomes. You are eventually able to collect monsters that you bring back to your base that you can call when you're on a run that will come and help you. 
if you do the right things that they're looking for, such as like pet them daily, get things that they are asking for, like they want a prickly plant from the hill zone. Cool. I got you covered. I'll bring one back. The green hill zone? The hill zone, but it's not green. There is a green zone, but it's not the hill zone. Um, This game is... Casino zone? What... It's it's more. Uh, what's the, was there a desert zone for Sonic? Okay. Yes. Yes. I do not remember the name. So of the whatever that is, desert it's zones that. they've had. Uh, Chase and Sorry. I streamed this on Monday I'll stop night. Interrupting. Uh, we also had a quick look. We have a quick look that's going up on Thursday. So if you're listening to this on Friday, go to our YouTube channel um, where we'll break down what the game is. So we've got we've got you covered. But it is a, a game that I feel is more bullet hell than in like a vampire survivor, but you also are bullet hell yourself. And you have uh, a twin stick shooter that you can use when you don't have a mount, but all these monsters you can lasso. There's a really cool lasso mechanic in the game that lets you mount them while you're on a run, and then you're leveling them up. And as you do that, they each get four abilities, and they're kind of similar, but somewhat unique. There's usually gonna be a defensive element. There's a spider I like quite a bit that builds a web that slows down the enemies. You can then also send out like a kind of an AOE attack with it. Some spikes radiate off of you. Yeah. Um, But there's different things that you're like able to get on a run so you can eat fruit that will change what your attack is. So it can be more rapid fire. It can be jumbo size. It can be more of a scatter shot. There's not a store or a currency that I've encountered on a run you are just collecting things to bring back to your base that will power up your uh, creatures that you do collect. You can have up to six, but it's got some of the things that you would expect from a run-based game. We're going to take three of your health points, or we're going to take one of your health points to give you three stat increases for this run. There are um, monsters will increase in their difficulty as you progress further on the map. And it's a north, uh, east, south, and west layout where you're trying to get all the paths back to your base unlocked. It's really cool. There's a whole skill tree that you can expand on. All of the things that Chase called out, I, I like on their own merit. This game's got a really cool style to it. Also kind of a Paper Mario look at times. Um, very hand-drawn elements. It's very quirky. There's a backpack that's a robot that will yell out danger when you're in a boss battle that I I love a whole lot it's cool and um i will call out also i have played this primarily on my steam deck and it is a perfect steam deck game it is it is such a good steam deck game i played it like 30 minutes or so on there and it's not a game sorry it's not a game where i i mentioned isaac but it's not like isaac in that you're going to have this really crazy build at yeah. the end of a run, it's it's I mean, it is a run based game, but it's not a build based game like you are. Right. You're basically just gaining stat points here or there or what what's really I mean, you do have the, the ammunition types with the, the fruit that changes stuff. And, and those are uh, they're not on a timer, but they are like consumable, right? Like you can use up a fruit at some point yeah so you can either replace it and that's what will happen like if you just eat fruit it'll replace your the oldest fruit but mm-hmm. if you find like you have a watermelon you find more watermelon it just resets the integrity of that watermelon yeah so i think it is something that you can gain more of a mastery over uh instead of going in and kind of rolling the dice and hoping you come up with a with a build that's just going to let you roll the game 
Um, but the the creatures that you can mount and and use do add a bit more of a randomness to it. Of, of you can more or less catch any monster that you see in the game, and you can send any of them home and then continue to grab a new one, or you can let one die yep. and then go and grab a new one. Um, so in that sense, <clears throat> you might get to a point where, oh, I've got a lot of stat points in you know, this specific stat, I think this creature is the one that is probably going to do the best for me right now. So maybe I'll I'll try to keep an eye out for for this type of creature. Um, I, I think it's cool. I, I think it's a it's a really yeah. neat idea. But, you know, there are a lot of different types of of roguelike kind of games out there. So I just wanted people to know if you do come into this and, and you heard me say it's like Isaac, uh, it's it's only really like Isaac because you're shooting things that look kind of like tears uh, from Isaac. And you're also going in kind of like a Zelda style dungeon where you're going up a level, up a level to the left uh, in that yeah. in that kind of top down perspective. Um, but it, it it does have a cool art style and I think it's got some some neat ideas to it for sure. The other thing is, is it looks to have local co-op. So if you have something like Parsec, you can definitely take advantage there. Johnny, I, I, I thought about you and Jude. I think this would be a lot of fun for the both of you to check out. I think you'd probably get a kick out of it. Jude doesn't play new games. He only plays Fortnite and Roblox. Has he I'm has sorry. he played Destiny yet? Uh, he has before, actually. OK, um, well, like, oh, hello neighbor, but yeah. Know. Uh, also, I didn't. I don't think I called it out. The game's fifteen dollars. It's currently on sale on Steam for twelve, and I think there's a lot of value to that twelve dollar ticket. Um, it looks beautiful. I love the art style quite a bit, and it it controls really tightly as well. Um, there is one other game that I've been playing, but I'm gonna wait for Johnny to introduce it. So just to recap, I I got the new Tuna card cover instruction booklet. You can go to Fan Gamer and check that out if you want to. It's nineteen dollars. I beat Atomic Hearts on Game Pass. It's also on Steam, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, 60 bucks. Patch Quest, we just talked about, that's out right now on Steam. And then the Power Wash Simulator is out on, I think, all consoles at this point in time. It's $25. It is also included in Game Pass, and the DLC for that is free as well. So that's what I've been up to this week. Johnny, what about you? Uh, I checked out some of that Wolong Fallen Dynasty game that came out. The internet uh, is very mad at that one. I've heard like, so many different things. Yeah, yeah. I've heard people say so, it's super easy. I've heard people say it's super hard. It's, I feel like I've heard every single thing yeah. somebody could say about a video game. And, and it does have some performance issues on PC. Uh, it is another Koei Tecmo port. They uh, suck like at Wild ports, Hearts, man. Which still despite how much I really love that game is, is still kind of busted on my computer. Um, but I changed a few things in the uh, graphic settings on Wolong, and I, I really haven't had any problems. It's, I have it set. They have a performance mode on PC, which is kind of odd. You don't usually see that. It's just like something they give you on consoles, but uh, I switched it to performance mode and capped it at 60 FPS and it's ran at that, like basically the whole time. No, no uh, dips or anything like that. I know it is a not that experience for a lot of people because it does have mixed reviews on Steam right now. But um, it's, it's not mixed. It's is, mo- is it mostly negative? Uh, yeah, give me one second, really quick. If uh, mm. I can, oh, well, Bobby's doing that. I can tell yeah. you that I have uh, downloaded. Oh, it is mixed the, now. Sorry. Okay, I, I have downloaded the three plus hour 
Wo Long Fallen Dynasty game movie off of YouTube. I'm go. looking forward to just watching all my favorite Three Kingdoms uh, uh, boys uh, without having to play that video game. Yeah, it is set during the Three Kingdoms uh, in China. You are. Is it? Is, is it? it? They take they take liberties with the <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors takes liberties. This this goes off the fucking rails. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, remember when uh, Sao Sao ordered all these demons to kill <laughs> Lu Mei? Yeah. That's the thing that happened. Johnny, yeah, are you absolutely. you're playing this on PC via Game Pass, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, and uh, I I played the demo. I was like, hey, this seems all right. And uh, I downloaded the full game. I made it to the first boss, who's pretty fucked. Like he's that's right here. He's really hard. So does he have a name? Yeah, but I don't remember what it is. Tough to he's be. Like a, he's is, it a Zang, is it Zhang Zhao? It might be. I, I really I'll, I'll, I'll look it up for you, Johnny. He's um, the leader of the Yellow Turbans. It's usually a first guy okay. you fight. Um, so the whole thing with this game, it's made by Team Ninja. Uh, it is very similar to the Neo games, uh, if if you're familiar with those, where it's it's really fast-paced. Um, the levels are more contained. It's not an more open style like you'd have uh, in a Souls and there's different stances and things like it's it is a it's a challenging game but the combat sets itself apart pretty distinctly uh, from from your Soulsborns um, and I think the combat is a lot of fun because uh, it, it kind of works like Sekiro where you're you're parrying attacks and you're using that to to break people's posture essentially and then land critical blows um but there's also magic and uh there's like five different schools that you can focus on and each one will enhance a certain type of magic or skill um and i I think yeah i was gonna ask you you didn't play sekiro all the way through right you got pretty far in it yeah but i never i never never finished it i played neo for like an hour like so I wasn't I was going into this thinking like and that's probably what's going to happen now. Like I played it for like an hour. Yeah. Uh and then I got stuck at this boss for about an hour. Yeah. And I kept getting him to his second phase and kept dying and someone finally explained it to me like the way that you're supposed to approach that fight and I haven't gone back to it since. I just haven't had that you- strong of a desire. Can you do me? I have two questions for you. Yeah. The first, the first question is out of Wo Long, Neo, and Sekiro. Can mm-hmm. you, can you put those in your in an order from your favorite to your least favorite? And then the second question I have for you is, yeah, what non FromSoft Souls like is your favorite that you've played? Um, so Sekiro is at the top, okay. and then I think I, I think if I stuck with Wo Long, I would probably really like the combat. Um. And Neo, it just, it was like too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard, heard people say Neo is really complex in, yeah. in its battle stuff. Yeah, all the, all the stances and stuff, like it just, it was it's more, long. it was more like finicking that I wanted, that I wanted to get into. And as far as the best, like non from soft, like Soulsborne type game, it would probably be. You're a big, you big The Surge fan. I love the surge. The, sur- the surge is awesome. It, I think it would probably be like one of the two D ones. Um, 
on like a salt and sanctuary. More, yeah, more so than that. You like that Mortal Shell game, I thought quite a bit. I didn't play much of it past the demo. Yeah. Um, it's on Game Pass right now. Mm-hmm. I liked its gimmick a lot. Like that's the thing. Like each of these, like it needs to do something to distinguish itself from like a FromSoft game. Um, I think that one was called Moon Scars. I think that's the mm-hmm. name of the one. That one's I checked really that fucking one out. cool. Um, I think a lot of it for me too is just is the worlds that from soft crafts i'm as intrigued by those as i am by the gameplay and those two things together are what makes it such a cool special experience for me it's interesting like hearing you and jason talk about these games too because i think in an ideal state the people look at it like oh well they'll beat a from soft game and there's a gap between the releases so they can we can sneak in and they'll they'll like us we're close enough I'm what sure I, that a lot of people are like that, but like yeah. it's just something you, about it doesn't quite click, you know. You, you and Jason are sickos that will you'll play these games over and over again. Like Jason has hundreds, like hundreds of hours in Elden Ring. Yes, yeah, so and do I. <laughs> like it's just it's. I mean, for and like this is not a slight against you, Johnny, but like you don't put a lot of time into like one singular game these days, and so to yeah. see you commit to the the game like hundreds of hours i don't think i i don't think since we've been doing this show i can think of a few games that you've put that much time into monster hunter world i I put about 200 hours into collecting i mean i I guess i just wish you would put that time into good games instead of like destiny bad ones (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) please please um i already have one sicko for that I put about a hundred into Red Dead, which you know that was just the story. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. No, we said good games. <laughs> fantastic game. Uh, my second highest played game on Steam is Hades at about sixty hours. Sure. And I also have time on the Switch, and then Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, of like two hundred uh, hours. Mean, Xenoblade. I know you. You're you've about forty hours in there. Uh, that game's good. I I really want to finish that. Yeah. Game. Anyway, you're a quarter done. Um, aside from that, uh, I decided to check out the Octopath Traveler 2 demo. Okay, hang on. Just (laughs) stop. Stop right there. Is is just the new is the way to get you guys to play video games to say that they're bad and then you guys are just like oh i bet it's not that bad chase like no like oh atomic heart you hate that johnny oh maybe i should give that a shot i'm over here going i hate octopath traveler 2 and you guys both now go hmm, maybe i should try that out. you guys do you know what a shitty game is uh, a real shitty game is called tokyo mirage survive you guys <laughs> should probably check it out it's it's you you guys would probably end up loving mm-hmm. it for some reason so God, what the fuck, guys? Uh, well, Chase, no, we're playing we, some anime-ass shit. You should be happy. I, I'm not I happy. Seen, I saw Jason Schreier and other people online who I follow talking how... Who are you going to believe? Jason Schreier, some hack, or me? <laughs> <laughs> um, and after listening to Chase, like, I, Octopath Traveler 1 was a game that I was, like, like I, I was like, this game looks amazing. And then... You put, you put a valiant two hours into... No, I never played it oh. um, because I heard like from you guys, like, oh, don't, don't play this. Um, anyway, so I was like, maybe two will be better. 
And Jason Schreier went to New York University, NYU. That ain't no fucking journalism school. I mean, it's a pretty good journalism school. It's not it's not Mizzou. I have a journalism degree from the University of fucking Missouri, Columbia. That's a I'm a journalist. God damn it. Are you? Well, I could have been. <laughs> not technically. To. No, I'm, I'm one who gets paid. I'm uh, advertising. So I decided to pick a different I'm smarter school. than Jason Schreier in that sense. Listen. So yes, we've all picked are... different characters, right? Yeah, I picked uh, Hikari, the reluctant warrior, as my my starting character, and I was immediately ensnared, like with with what it was doing. Uh, it was telling this very, like it's it's not a unique type of story, but the the voice acting and the writing and the the art and everything working together just drew me in. I, got, I, I don't I don't say this to, to slight you. I, I promise you. I, yeah. It's going to sound like a slight, but I do not mean it. Um, uh-huh. Hikari, is that his name? Hikaru? It's, it's something is, like that. It's something with an H. The, the sword guy. He is yeah. he is the most basic bitch. This is the guy you start with character in the game. Yeah. Because everybody else is like, oh, I'm like a, a weird I'm getting to that. If stuff. you would let me talk, I would I know, get to that. I know. But like, I, I think you probably had an easier time because he is the guy that I yeah, feel like the developers I made to I say, him. like, this is the one who you should play to start with, because this is but also, saying it's the easy mode, but he's like the guy who fights. So the fight okay. should be easier, right? Sure, sure. Uh, the second person I got was a fucking merchant and then I got a dancer. Yeah. So um, but so. I don't know what the, the larger plot is going to be because I'm still collecting characters, but I enjoyed the demo so much that I went out and bought the full game. Uh, I've been playing it on my Steam Deck, and I played a little bit on my PC. It looks really nice on in 4K. That art just pops. I'm sure that is true. That is um, absolutely true. And I am really enjoying it. And I did not do this to like say, oh, Chase, G- he doesn't actually know. I, uh-huh. I picked a different character than you because I was like, I don't want the same thing to happen to me that happened to Chase because I bet... Based on what I've been reading, this game is actually pretty good if you can get, you know, past the first chapter or whatever with whichever character you pick. Um, so you start with Hikari. Will it though? Because you did tell me, like, when you do meet a second character, mm-hmm. it gives you the option to, and, and I think Bobby and I talked I will about eventually, this Yeah, I will eventually. I, you don't have to. Right. Uh, but you can play through the chapter as that character and they will be level one and they uh, will be solo as well. Yes, like you don't get to yes. bring in the other characters uh, for those fights. So there you, is, you will, if you do play the thief mission, you will have to go through the same pain I did. Yeah. And I, I'll get there. It's on the other side of the continent for me right now. Um, Lucky but, you. Uh, yeah, you, you complete the first chapter with uh, Hikari, I think is his name. And then you travel to a town where you meet, uh, this merchant named Particio, and I went through his story uh, to see, like, it basically leads up to the point when you're meeting them, like, with the previous character. Um, and then after that, I went to another town, and I met a dancer named Agnia, who was saving up her money so she could go out and travel the world and be a famous dancer, like her mom was. And uh, that's when you meet her. And uh, that's as far as I am right now. I'm like five hours in, I think. And I think the 
I'm really liking the storytelling so far. I'm, I'm waiting to see how it all gets interwoven together because I've heard there is more interconnectivity between these characters, which I know is a big criticism of the first game is like it never really like you're traveling with all these people, but it never feels like they're actually together. Um, and the other thing, I think the combat system is real good. Uh, yeah, like I would I, agree the, with that. The the break system and being able to charge up your attacks and uh, Particio and Agnia can recruit other people to come and battle with them. I think that's uh, everybody, by the way. Can they? So, okay, mm-hmm. so the, I was curious if that would happen or not. Yeah, there, yep. there might be a like there's different they call them different things but yes. a lot of different characters can do yeah, with Agnes or Lure, yeah. Particio as Barter um and I, I don't yeah. think the thief can do that okay I, 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 I don't figured think she not. has a persuade but she can she can pickpocket people mm-hmm. and yeah like everybody's yeah. kind of got their own uh like map skills more or less and mm-hmm. some of those yeah. overlap in in different ways but um it, it seems like there's like a set of five skills that are somehow mixed among the eight characters in in some form or fashion yeah so like i can i can challenge people to a duel as akari i can buy stuff off of them as the merchant or i can uh use a lure to get them to follow follow me and it's and you could do that in the first game all that all that okay. stuff was in the i was wondering game. yeah like the job system i mm-hmm. think is is really cool um and with akari you can challenge people to duels and if you beat them you can learn a new skill which I think is is pretty cool. So like I, he my guy uses swords and pole arms, but I unlocked a skill that uses an axe, uh, just based on a person that I challenged to a duel. Um, That's cool. So I I'm feeling very positive about it. Um, Bobby, how how are yeah. you feeling? I'm about two hours into it. I started with the hunter Ochette as her name. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a really cool class. You get to pick from one of two beasts at the beginning. It's like a wolf or a dog or an owl that each have a good reason why to do it. But her whole thing, she can challenge people to fight at any time in a town. But in battle, uh, you can actually capture what you're fighting and then call it into fight beside you. That's cool. So like any of the animals and they'll have certain traits as well. Like she has a bow and an axe. Some of the animals have those ability stats as well, which makes her really cool. Like, I'm going to tag them in to help out with this weakness. Um, I like that quite a bit. She also can then consume the animal, like basically harvest the animal and turn into jerky. That then is a healing element for her. So that's really neat also. And then that's how you can feed people. So like you pick up side companions and her her story that way. I've got my second uh, character. I actually got the scholar. Oswald is their name. I just got them. Um, he seems to have the the ability to um, kind of work folks up. I can't remember the term that they use in the game, but you basically can get, you can read people's intentions. He's looking for a recruit. He's, he seems kind of like a sniveling asshole a little bit. Mm. Um, but the the same thing that like I, I ran into with the first one, I want to know how these folks all connect together. And when I met the scholar, they're like, they're going to join your party. I'm like, very cool. That maybe I can have them fight side by side. And it gave me the option. It's like, would you like to go and do their story to get to know how they got here? So I'm in the midst of that right now. Um, it's an absolute stunning game. Like, the, it's just gorgeous. Like, I don't need to sell you on that. Like, this art style has gone to a lot of other games now. Bravely Default 2, 
triangle strategy. Uh, Bravely Default 2 does not look like that. Bravely Default? No, like those those are just 3D models. Didn't that get an it, HD the 2D HD remake for Switch? Not, no. Nope. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> okay. Not Bravely Default. I mean, yes, you're right that there are a lot of other games like the, the Dragon Quest 3 that we haven't gotten yet. That's the one I'm the most excited about. I think that looks fucking gorgeous. Um, and then there certainly are other games, but Bravely Default Bravely Default has the has that kind of tilt shift look to it, but it is not it is not like the HD 2D pixel stuff. Okay. Live Alive Live might be what you're thinking of. That is one of those as well. Okay. Um so I think it looks really good. I, I don't love the voice acting for my character. It's very um over the top. She's very endearing, like she's a sweet character but it's very like young anime girl very excited um and i think that's like just well, the, vo- the, the hunter from the first game which i also started with uh was was like grunts and stuff <laughs> so uh maybe an upgrade from that like after <laughs> the battle she's like yeah i'm like very hungry i'm like okay let's get you some food you can eat some jerky it's okay uh but i agree with johnny like and i i did like the combat from the first game i liked the brake system quite a bit you called that out from your time with the demo as well chase Mm -hmm. um i also like the upgrade systems for learning skills and how that works out and the the gear that you can slot in the i did see that all the characters have a second job that they can learn i don't know how that will play out um quite yet i don't know if it's based off of who's in your party or what that would look like so i'm already kind of thinking like what would this secondary job for a hunter be? Like, what would be a complimentary job to give them? And I'm, I like that strategy of thinking about blending those abilities. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I haven't, I've, I fought a pretty tough boss in the hunter story that I definitely had to be very strategic with compared to the other ones, which you just whittle them down, get them to a percentage to catch, and then you can catch them or defeat them. But with the boss, like, they would power up and attack by eating other creatures around them and so i was trying to break them in time with it and it was really fun like once i figured out the strategy of taming that boss it was very short work for me at that point in time i didn't die but it was definitely a challenge compared to other stuff so there, there could be something here um the 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 battling is very cool i think the character designs are great the world design's great but uh, i'm playing this the same way i'm from johnny's library i've played it on my steam deck which it works great there I've also played it uh, in beautiful 4K and it looks gorgeous. So I'm going to keep going with it. So far, I'm in, I'm digging what I'm playing. All righty. I guess that leads us to the casual report. The casual report. Um, Guys, it finally happened. Miyazaki gave us what we wanted. Gave you what you wanted. Yeah, we. What did what did we want, Johnny? The royal we. Uh, And he he didn't actually. Whoever runs FromSoft's uh, social media accounts announced in the middle of the night uh, that there will be Elden Ring DLC. uh, Middle of our night. Yes, uh, as Chase so helpfully pointed out, it was about five p.m. Japan time. It's weird. It turns out Japan on the other side of the world has a different. Has a different set of times Listen, than we do. Well, I I just wanted to put the note, Miyazaki, post-tweet revealing name of DLC in the middle of the night. Doesn't elaborate. Leaves. And it's called Shadow of the Erd Tree. Uh, there's lots of speculation about what this is going to be about. Probably Mikola. 
uh, one of the only. I think it sounds like it's going to be about the Erd tree. Well, sounds yes, that way to me. If you, I... if you look at the photo there, the character portrayed is one Mikola, who we don't really get to see a lot of in the main game. So yeah, I didn't see her at all. Uh, him, uh, Mikola is a boy. Wow. Okay. Um, sure. And uh, yeah, no, no, no date, confirmation, cost. no date other than 2023. Okay. Uh, I probably assume, fall. What do you think? Probably after Armored Core comes out. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is, I think, I think after. Uh huh. Hmm. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm obviously gonna buy this the day it comes out. So. Uh, I can't wait surprised. for that. I feel. Um, I feel like the DLC will come out before. We'll see. Before. Before Armored. It may have said it's coming after Armored Core, and I'm not remembering okay. uh, fully. Anyway, uh, I really look forward to that. Uh, speaking of things that we look forward to, or maybe the opposite. Uh, did you guys see that Suicide Squad? Oh boy, gameplay! I, did. I didn't watch any of it because I could not care less about this game. Uh, yes. I, think it, I think it looked fine. I don't want to play that game. I have, I have zero interest in that game. Why? I I don't know. Why is a character whose name is Captain Boomerang, and his whole deal, as far as I understand, is that he uses a boomerang? Why is he using? I, doesn't he I, use guns I, too? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I've I, never I, watched, this man. I watched a suicide movie. Uh, a so suicide, I, a suicide I squad that. movie. Here's where I think the bigger problem is. This looks so dull in the sense that it's just shoot the purple thing. Have you uh-huh. noticed that? Yeah. And it seems sure. really, really weird how they're having you go into this live service cosmetic it feels so pass like it feels like a lot of the missteps that marvel's avengers was is kind of here but maybe even but but characters that people care even less about yeah yeah that's kind of it like like i i just i don't get it i like rocksteady i i i'm curious about games are some of the most 100 percent highly regarded games and i want to hear kevin conroy's last performance i do want to hear that but I mean, here's the thing to me. I, if if this wasn't called the Suicide Squad and it was called Crackdown Four, uh, and it and it now didn't have all right, all right, and it I'm didn't on have always online, and it wasn't trying to be a Destiny. If I had watched that trailer and just saw agents flying around, I'd go, "Wow, yeah, that looks kind of cool." Um, I, I, you guys know I'm so fucking tired of superheroes. I could give a shit uh, about mm-hmm. this stuff, but I think the mobility stuff that's in there looks really cool. Like it is, it is a lot of flying around and zip lining yeah. and hook shotting and jet packing. And it sure it, looks like a video game. It does. Are you going to get this? Like a Rocksteady video game, like Rocksteady. No. I, I remember I think that's Arkham Asylum. Disappointing. Like is. It's not disappointing. I think it looks cool. This is what you've been working on for the last seven years. Is this like lie? Like game? Do you think you're going to get this chase? No, absolutely not. But uh, (laughs) the gameplay stuff looks cool. I get very disappointed when I see it's going to be an always online thing. One, because it's they're trying to be a destiny. um, And I don't really think anybody should try to be a destiny. I barely think destiny should try to be a destiny um, in in specific aspects 
Um, it also makes me sad from a preservation standpoint because someday this game is going to die and nobody's going to get to play it again uh, because of that always online stuff. I, I think that stuff just sucks. I want somebody to be, somebody to be able to buy a disc uh, of this game in 20 years uh, and go, oh, that's what this game was about. And they're not going to be able to do that. So I always think that's a bad idea. Um, but if, if if I liked the Suicide Squad movies, if I liked the John Cena Peacemaker television show, I'd probably go. Yeah, like th- this seems cool. I, I it's it's Harley Quinn and she's jumping around and shooting stuff and they're in weapons. Uh, there there are like sets of weapons and armor that are based uh, around different superheroes or supervillains and and change the like bobby this is the shit you love you love when the gear changes the way your character looks i do i agree i like it too and it seems like they've got a lot of stuff in there i i can i think it looks relatively exciting but then i hear the details and i go no that's not what i want yeah we'll see i i think that um there's a lot of games this year for sure and I feel like this one's chasing the wrong things. But look, I'd love to enjoy a Rock City game. I, I thoroughly have enjoyed most of their stuff from the Batman era. I am not very versed outside of what we've seen. Well, I've seen both the Suicide Squad movies. I have not gone much deeper than that. I, I'm i all for taking out Bizarro Superman. I think that could be fun. But we'll see. I there's nothing about this right now that's telling me like you have to play this game. If they get some good reviews, I might be more interested in it. But right now I'm very, very tepid on this one. I also like Samoa Joe and he does the voice of King shark. So that's cool. Very cool. But there you go. Not, not enough for me to, to buy this game and play it or, or care, Chase's but game of the year. there it I is. Guess. Uh, they should make a crackdown four, but not make it anything like crackdown two or three. Well, <laughs> Just remake Crackdown. Um, yeah. City Skyline 2 is announced, guys. Uh, yeah, I like City Skyline a whole bunch. It's very cool. And uh, I'm sure City Skyline 1 is on the backlog wheel. Good. Uh, the game is a lot of fun. And I've been wondering when they're going to make a sequel because they've been churning out DLC and stuff for it for years now. Uh, but it's coming out this year. And it's also coming to Game Pass. So that's exciting. Uh, yes. The biggest news of the day. Wargroove uh, 2. Oh, yeah. I did see uh, that. That's cool. I hope yeah. that I like that sure. new game more than the first one. Uh, Starfield got a new release date. Uh, is coming out September 6th, which, if you are keeping track, is a good two months, two, three months uh, later than what Microsoft said these games would be releasing when they showed them off last summer at their uh, at their event. But we would rather get a less broken Bethesda game than what is, whatever what they've is been putting out. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. It, it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. I've never seen one of these. Uh, well, guys, I can, also, I can tell you as a person who finished the Double Fine Psych Odyssey uh, that making video games is difficult and sometimes your dates are going to slip. And I'm sure... Oh with a game this big and ridiculous that that's absolutely what happened. I know yeah. people are pissed that, oh, we just wanted them to tell us a date or a time when they could get it done. We don't care what the date is. We just want to hear something accurate and then it slips and they get pissed. But yep. 
whatever. I, um, I, again, you yeah. want you want the video game to be good when it's done. But again, it's a Bethesda game, so it won't be. Uh, and they'll have to patch it a few more times before it actually is good. Or but, have people bought it to fix it. Um, sure. Also, if you're wondering, it is not pronounced like Garfield. Starfield. Everybody knows that. It's pronounced Starfield. Um, Josh. And uh, yeah, look, I... I don't know how I feel about this game. I go back and forth. Uh, it's the first new IP from Bethesda Softworks in 25 years. And I, I, I want to see I, what they're, what they're capable of. I like this game is going to be huge regardless of how I feel about it. Um, you know, it's, it's the most wishlisted game on steam right now. Uh, it's coming to game pass day and date because Microsoft owns Bethesda. Like it's gonna do numbers just because it's from the people that made Skyrim and Fallout. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, more to come. I, we get a closer look in June, June eleventh. I don't want a game to be bad. I truly don't. But there's been a, enough here with this one to make me think, what in the world is going to happen when this thing hits the light of day? I I want to see this game in action. I'm I'm I know people are like flipping out that they showed. I think it's like six point three seconds of off screen gameplay, uh-huh. and oh, they're yeah. fucking behind the scene. Like those goddamn cowards over there, just put the fucking gameplay in the trailer at this point. But mm-hmm. I will reserve my judgment till June, and I want to see this. I want to see you take off on a fucking ship. I want to see you actually fight something. I want to see them put this game through its paces on the hardware that they're pushing it for. And I want to make a decision, but I am, I'm not there yet. I'll tell you that much. I'd rather play wet. <laughs> now that's a Bethesda game. Bethesda published that game. That's true. Well, they're going to publish this game too. They're just also developing it. Shut up, Chase. I actually, I suppose Microsoft is publishing the game, but same diff yeah fair that was the news that was the news they say well let's bring it home then for our credits we've had a very fun week here at the show and if you are new to our channel uh outside of this podcast which we've been doing for six years now uh you can check out check out our true it is can't be it is true it actually is gonna be seven this year right in june seven years in june that's not true that's impossible that's uh, I can't. I can't hear you anymore. Johnny, can you hear? What? Can you hear Bobby? No. Neither can I. What <laughs> happened to you, Bobby? In the show. In the stream here, Bobby? <laughs> I can hear the music. I can, yeah, I'm not hearing Bobby. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can hear anybody. Well, good thing that happened no. right at the end of the show. You fucked up, Bobby. Nope. Nothing. Uh oh. Wait, I don't think I can hear Johnny now either. Uh oh. No. Well, goodbye, everybody. 